minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, this is uh, the second episode of the Faith Series. Um, as stated before, this episode is focusing on uh, on uh, Joseph. <clears throat> and not, when I say Joseph, I mean Joseph as in Jesus' Jesus's stepfather, not Joseph, the second in command of, uh, of uh, Egypt. And uh, it's kind of got a weird... It's still faith, but a Father's Day message wrapped into one, but you'll see as I'll get going. Um, excuse me. I want to also preface that, excuse me, I want to apologize up front. I'm having some really bad allergy symptoms. Um, those of you who uh, are in Colorado, it's been, it's been that type of allergy season. So... I apologize for any sneezing, sniffling, and whatnot as I'm going through this, but with that being said, let's get it going. So first off, I'm going to read <coughs> Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and then we'll just talk from there. So it says, this is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. <clears throat> His mother, Mary, was engaged to was engaged to be married to Joseph. <laughs> But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement off quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, an angel said, the angel said, I apologize. Do not be afraid to marry, to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she has, so she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus. For he will save the people. For he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sex with sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. So, there's a lot in that that uh, I want to untie but first I want to stop and uh, point out the faith part of it and what I mean by that is if you think about it there's a whole lot that is said about Joseph I mean correction 
there's a whole lot that is said about Mary. Mary is a great, uh, a great woman of faith. Mary is, Mary is the, you know, you are obviously the mother of Jesus. They, she's a saint, and I'm not, I'm not knocking any of these things. Trust me, I'm, I'm not. So I just want to say that there's been a heavy emphasis pointed at Mary. And deservingly so, because she had the faith to listen to the Holy Spirit, to listen to God, and to uh, carry the child, carry the Messiah in her womb. So that's a great faith. But not much is said about Joseph. Now let's start real quick, as I've read this, and I might read it again at some point. Joseph has his lady, a virgin he's engaged to, who, again, in his eyes is a virgin. All of a sudden, she's pregnant. Now, let's put that in today's terms. So, my man Joseph is a carpenter. He's doing his thing. This is his woman. He's going to get married. Ain't nobody else, you know. She she saved herself for me. Word. Cool. This is all good. And uh, <clears throat> all of a sudden, like, she's got the bump and she keeps growing. Like, wait, wait, wait. You pregnant? Like, how, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. How are you pregnant? You said you were a virgin. Not only did you say you were a virgin, you know, you said you are a virgin, but you're saving yourself for me. And we engaged. And we've been engaged longer, long enough that for me to see you getting pregnant means you've been stepping out on me as we've been engaged. I mean, let's put it in, let's put it in its proper context. So that's when you read how I just read it, you just hear, you know, him, the Bible saying, oh, he, he didn't want to shame her. So he's going to do it inside. But you got to realize this dude had a, had an internal conflict going on. I got to imagine you know, like, wait, whoa. Especially the emphasis put on virginity back in that day. I know there's no huge emphasis put on it this day in, in our society. But in this society, it was. So, not only is the woman I'm engaged with not a virgin, but she cheated on me. It's got to be what he's dealing with. And so... And, you know, but on top of all of this going through his head, he's still like, all right, well, she was doing something. She had to be doing something. But I ain't going to do it dirty and I ain't going to go out and blast it on the Internet or on Facebook and be like, oh, you little bliss, blah, 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 blah. She did this and she said this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, uh, Instagram or whatever. So Joseph's like, all right, cool. All right, I can't do this. She lied. Something ain't right. I'm going to just break it off. But I'm going to do it. Just her and I going to sit down and talk. You know, because I don't want to. I don't want to do her like that. Right. And so, all right, cool. I'm going to go to bed. And then the angel of the Lord comes to him. and is like, hey, man, we know what you're thinking. But don't do that. Because it ain't. She, she didn't lie to you. 
She wasn't doing anything. She is, in fact, a virgin. She was saving herself for you. Just hold on. God planted that seed. God planted that seed to fulfill prophecy. Just go with it. In the name of Jesus. This is this is God's doing. All right, cool. And he wakes up. And he goes. And he does all of what, you know. He, he says everything that the angel of the Lord said to him. Now, what does that got to do with faith? <coughs> Excuse me. Not only did he have to believe what the angel of the Lord said that it was possible that this virgin was impregnated by the Holy Spirit and was not doing anything. Right. But let's keep in context that this was through a dream. So my man had a dream and when he woke up, he believed the dream. All right. Now, again, in our day and age, put yourself in that, in, in his shoes. Most people would have been like, oh, that was some crazy crap right there. I, I, that was a wild dream. Wow. All right. Well, let me go on and keep doing what I'm doing. So let's, let's give him, let's give him props due in faith because a dream told him not to do so. Now we know, looking back, that God just used that that dream, to, you know, that 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 time to speak with him. And we also know that God likes to talk to people in dreams because <clears throat> that's a time where their attention isn't elsewhere, all over the place. You know, the mind at rest, quote unquote. So that's a good time to talk. But they didn't have studies of science for all of that back then. And, you know, and realistically, even though we do have that, there's still people who wouldn't, wouldn't be, you know, Christians who would be like, well, why is he talking to me in a dream? That's weird. That's, you know, some people would, I know some dudes would just be like, oh, man, that was Satan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, not today, Satan. Shoot, you, you got me messed up. And go on and just do what they do. And they would have went on and. You know, had their, their Maury moment of, well, we're going to get a paternity test and we'll see what's up. Till then, I'm out. So, why am I emphasizing this man that had strong faith? Because he, he took the word of a dream that his wife wasn't lying and stepping out on his fiance, correction was not lying and stepping out on him. Now that's some faith. Some hardcore faith. That's some faith that a lot of people in, in, in our society do not have. That's some faith that Christians in our society do not have. Right? But that's not the end of it. <clears throat> so, from this point on, this, this man... Raises this boy to be his own. Knowing full well that it's not his son. And that a dream told him that that's God's son. You mean to tell me that no one believes that the enemy left him alone about that and never spoke to him, got in his head again after that, you know, trying to tell him, man, you a fool. Our 
just think of all the things we go through. And it's, this could go to fellas or this could go to anybody. How many times we made a decision that God has told us and the enemy was immediately like, you fool, you really believe that's God? That's so dumb. You so stupid. Why would you believe that? Then tell him this, 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 and, 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 you know, and whatever. So this man raises this boy to be his son with the enemy probably in his head way more than we think telling him that's not your son that's not God's son you you raising some other some other fool's kid and you a sucker excuse me Ugh, excuse me you are the ones they write songs about you the fool that they tell you know all this and and uh, Captain Saber in, in the word of our cultural, I'm not going to finish that statement, but culturally that he would, Captain Saber would be the, the term and I'm sure Satan was telling him this man don't be dumb don't let this woman get you like that man you know you the Israel, you you the you the seed of David, man. Your your dad, your your great 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 your ancestor was was king of Israel, and you gonna let this little girl here just do you treat you like a fool? And we gotta be real about that. I strongly believe that that was a conversation that Satan was trying to have with Joseph. And not only did Joseph keep going, but I mean, we've read, uh, those of us who read the Bible, Joseph took him in, brought him into business. Jesus was a carpenter. He was the carpenter's son. That's what people knew him as. So he wasn't just like, it wasn't just like he was like, all right, well, this is my wife's, this is my wife's son. And he's just over there. He took him in. He raised him. God, I mean, this is my inference. Let me plug this in. But I also believe at some point, God was, hey, man, I need you to be the physical representation of, of me. So I need you to be the, the man for him to see. I need you to be the example for him to follow on earth physically. I got the rest, but I need you to be that. I, have to, I believe that God had that conversation with Joseph. In some way, shape, or form. And so he was doing so. For, for a child that he knew wasn't his. He knew. There was no question. There was no, we, maybe we should do a paternity test. He knew that that was not his son. That's faith. That's all kind of faith. Especially in our society these days where people, where dudes who know it's theirs are dipping. You know, men, correction, males know that they have impregnated someone and they are quick to dip. They know it's theirs and dipping, right? And so this dude is doing the exact opposite. That's faith. Off of a dream? That's faith. That's, that's, that's faith. You, I mean, oh, I can't, I can't stress enough how, how much faith that is for this man to, to, 
to hear that and believe it and continue on. And you know he didn't, when they were introducing, I, I mean, again, I'm inferring, but he wasn't being, he wasn't like, that's Mary's son. He's like, that's my boy. That's my son. This is my son, Jesus. This is my, this is my son. This is my dude. This is my boy. I, I just, I don't believe he was like, oh, that's Mary's son. And I really don't think he's like, oh yeah, well, that's, that's, that's Mary's son and God's son in air quotes. You know what I'm saying? He was, he stepped up to the plate. He was being the father, the earthly father that Jesus needed. Based off of a dream. I can't stress that point enough. Now we know it was God talking to him. We have the Bible to read. We have stuff previous to this happening to read and stuff after to read. But Joseph didn't have that. He had tales that people have told him of his ancestry to David, to Israel, to, you know, to, to Abraham, Noah, he, you know, Moses, all of this. He had, he, this was this, he had this to him, but this dude, he didn't have the, he didn't have it quite like we did. And he could sit there and compare these, these manuscripts like we do. And be like, oh, well, God said this in this scripture, in this book, and blah, blah, blah. He didn't have that. He had a a tradition of knowing that God came through and God was a miracle worker and God did these powerful things. He had that tradition. And he he had a word and he stuck to that word. This is why the Bible instructs us to get the word in our, you know, in our hearts where a time happens if you don't have your Bible to jump back to you have it in your heart you got you know something happens and you could pull out a scripture and speak that I also believe he had to have done that otherwise I think he I, I personally believe he would have succumbed to to the attack Satan has, has had against him and again I don't need to go back down that road but you know Satan attacked him so I want to I wanted to Say that we should give Joseph more credit as a strong man of faith because he did something that a lot of guys aren't doing now for their own kid. He did for a child that was not biologically linked to him whatsoever. He was an integral part in the man that Jesus became. He had to have been. Otherwise, God wouldn't have had this angel talk to him and tell him to stick around. I mean, if Joseph wasn't there, Mary doesn't go to Bethlehem. One, which the prophecy said that the, the, the Savior would be born in Bethlehem. It was because of Joseph that they went. Joseph had to go home. He took his family with him. <sighs> When Herod was out to kill Jesus, not knowing who Jesus was, the angel went back to Joseph and told him, hey man, y'all gonna have to get out of here. Y'all gonna get out of here for a little while. Go to Egypt. We'll let you know. I'll, I'll tell you when to come back. He didn't go to Mary. He went to Joseph. If Joseph doesn't listen to that, Jesus is killed as a baby. 
We don't talk enough about that. Again, Mary is a strong matriarch of, of our faith, and she is a very important, strong woman of faith. But Joseph is a strong man of faith because, I mean, I'm going to pick my words carefully. And I, I, I say this not to offend. I hope I don't offend. Hear my heart on this. It was easier for Mary to have these ties to that baby because that baby came out of her. It was easier for Mary, you know, once Jesus was born, it was easier for Mary to do these things because that was her seed that she gave birth to. She carried in her womb. But Joseph did not have that tie. He didn't even have a biological tie. He could have left her at any given point. At any given point, he could have been like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. That ain't even my kid. You know, Jesus disappeared on them. <laughs> they had to go back looking for him. He was in the church. Joseph could have dipped on that one. Like, man, your boy's on one. This dude just t- took off talking about God told him to do this. No, nah, man, I don't want to hear that. He didn't. Now, what we don't know is how long he was, how where he, what happened to him. I'm not pretending to know. I believe at some point Joseph passed away. And Mary was widowed. And Jesus and his brothers were there with their mom. I, this is me talking. This is what I believe. I don't know why the Bible doesn't tell us more. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I can't tell you. Maybe, I mean, scratch that. At some point, we will find out why. But at this point, we don't know why. But what he did was cemented in Jesus. And um, I believe it helped him with his steps into ministry, into what he did, because he had to have strong character. He had to have strong resolve. That, that, that came because remember, Jesus didn't become the Messiah until the Holy Spirit came upon him after he was baptized in the Jordan River. So prior to that, Jesus was just Jesus of Nazareth who had to be up, had to have a proper upbringing from his parents. Joseph played a very integral part in that. Obviously. He, he, he supplied for their needs because he had a business. He had a son who knew the, the value of work ethic because he brought his son in. Hey, this is what we do for a living. This is how we make our keep. Jesus had a strong value of uh, ethical work value, ethical code. He had to have gotten that from someone other than just his mother. So... I think we don't put enough emphasis on Joseph being a strong man of faith because we focus too, you know, I don't want to say it that way. Our focus is sorely on Mary and not on Joseph. And I think that to tie to where the next part of this podcast is going, 
it ties to what I'm going to talk about next. And another part I want to focus on when it comes to Joseph is the uh, Joseph, the stepdad. How many times do you think Jesus, not Jesus, Satan came upon against Joseph about that title stepdad? How many times do you think Joseph had a thought of, huh, well, I don't really need to deal with this. That's not my son. Is it possible that Mary ever said something to him about that not being his son? People are people. People fight. Now, I know me saying that could spark all kind of controversy and people might lose their mind. And I'm not saying it happened. But for those of you who are married, you know that at some point in your marriage, you've said something that you should not have said. It hit below the belt. Could Mary have done so? There's a strong chance of that. But... Again, I'm not saying she did or didn't. This is just me having a conversation. Excuse me. But I want to point out, I I just want to stick on the the stepdad. Because what Joseph did was fill a void that needed to be filled. And I think this this is somewhat metaphorical to the times we're living in. Because there are so many of those holes left because men uh, boys are making babies and leaving their responsibility now sometimes the male figure dies I get that there's nothing that can be done about that you know whether it be their fault or not sometimes that hole is left because the father, the male, passed away. But in most cases, you got these cats that are just dipping out on their responsibility. And you have these guys that are coming in, plugging in to fill these holes, and oftentimes into situations where people don't give them credit for. You know, who are you whether it be sometimes it's the spouse sometimes it's the kids sometimes it's the the fa- the rest of the family sometimes it's just society but you have you have this man coming into this role dealing with these outside forces and all these things pointing to the fact that you shouldn't be doing that because you ain't their dad you ain't this you you know a real man wouldn't be dealing with this. A real wouldn't be doing that. Why are you dealing with this? We have right here in this story, we have the blueprint of <laughs> of how to make a blended family work. Because what do you think they were? It was a blended family. It was a dad who didn't have this boy as a son. And then they had kids together. But there's this one son who was off on his own. And that was just her son. That's called a blended family. But they made it work. We see that. They made it work. So there's the blueprint for that. 
the ultimate stepfather would be Joseph. He showed us how to do it. You come in, you don't question it, you just assume the father role. Now, that doesn't mean you come in barking, you know, puffing your chest out. Uh, you will respect me. I'm blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But you come in and you you are the father. Whether it be through empathy, compassion, relationship, all of these things are important. You got to build these relationships with these children in order for them to see you any way, shape, or form as a father figure. Apparently, he did that. Now, he, he gets... Joseph got something where a lot of a lot of stepfathers don't get where he was there from the beginning. So that made it easier for him. But I'm sure other people knew that that wasn't his son. So I'm sure it was brought to his attention that that wasn't his son. And yet he still did it. But again, we have that blueprint to watch. So, to the stepfathers that come when kids are older, build a relationship. Get to know what they care about. Listen to them. Show them you care. Just with planting these seeds, you will see the benefits of those seeds that you sow. Whether they call you dad or not, they will ultimately acknowledge that you are a father figure. If not, say you are my dad. Now, those of you who know me know that this is a, this is a topic close to heart because this is I am a stepdad, and I believe when God gave me this message, He gave it to me to talk about Joseph as a man of faith, but also Joseph as a stepfather. And being at Father's Day is this weekend, I think this is a perfect time to talk about it because we often talk about fathers, just biological fathers who are there and the stepdad gets put by the wayside. Now, I, I am blessed that my, my, I don't call them stepchildren, but for the sake of what I'm talking about, I will air quote stepchildren. They don't, none of them have ever told me you're not my dad and acted to me like that. So I'm blessed in that. I'm blessed that my wife has never came to me and said, those aren't your kids. So I'm blessed for that. But there's people who have said that. There's people who said, those ain't your kids on both sides. So it's not, I mean... It's, I'm not. I'm not picking on just any one group of people. I've had multiple. I've had many people tell me, "Well, those ain't even your kids," but they are. Because, like Joseph, God put me to be the patriarchal um, figure in their life. My two oldest lost their. You know, their dad wasn't there, but they. they but they lost him. He was murdered when they were when they were kids, babies. My boy, his, his biological father's somewhere, 
but not here. You know, the only biological child I have is Amaya. And I've been there. So I've been from day one there for my biological daughter because I was given that job by God and I fulfilled that role. Not to say that I didn't mess up because I messed up several times, but I've been there. <clears throat> but much like, much like um, Joseph, when it comes to the stepfather piece, God called me to be that. And you know what? I've had struggles with it. I've made wrong choices. They've seen me in my best and my worst. But you know what? Even though they don't call me dad, they refer to me as dad. When they're speaking to other people, they say my dad or my parents. They don't say my stepdad. They say my dad. They all call me by my name. But I mean, my girls were 14 teenagers when I came around. My son was eight. I mean, and realistically, do they need to call me that in order for me to to be that? There's some there's some cats that are getting called that who shouldn't be. They, that's a title they shouldn't have. They're not doing anything. So if that hurts your feelings, that statement hurt, hurt your feelings, then you should probably make some changes with your life and be that and not just speak. You know, biology means nothing. I hate to say this, people. No, I don't. I don't hate to say that. Biology don't mean a thing. I know a lot of biological parents who aren't living up to their responsibility. But want the credit for being a biological parent. Biology doesn't mean anything if you're not doing what a parent does so stepdads if you were doing what their dad isn't doing bless you I'm, I pray for you I give you mad props and not just because I'm a stepdad myself but because you need to get that you need to get that and um, my oldest she shared something on Facebook and I don't remember how long ago this was and she tagged me on it just to kind of prove the point. And it said, and I'm paraphrasing, if it wasn't for step, if it wasn't for stepdads, some kids wouldn't have a dad at all. I about cried. I my eyes were tearing up when I because she's she's not a kid. She's grown. She's grown. And she tagged me in that. And those of you who've listened to the podcast, Zarea was on one of my podcasts for uh, the the race series, the racial racism series. I'm sorry. She tagged me in that. I didn't ask her. I didn't prompt her. I didn't do anything. But you know why she did that? Because I put in the work. I showed love. I showed compassion. I showed empathy. She they she knows that if she needs something, she can come to me. And that's not just through words. That's through action. Faith without works is dead. That's exactly what that means. So I could say a lot of things, but I got to put something in it. And I planted seeds into them and they all see me as dad. So for you stepfathers out there who are in similar situations or, or not, 
keep doing what you're doing. If you've gone through it and you you're on the side where I'm at, you know you know what I'm talking about. You know how it feels. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're blessed. You're a blessing. God sees it. People see it. I know you don't do it for the praise. I know you don't. But keep doing it. For those who are step who who are stepdad and aren't quite there yet. I'm here to tell you, if you keep putting in the work, you keep trusting God, you keep believing, you'll get past all of all of the mess and all of these hard times there. You will see the fruits of it. I'm, I'm proof. And I, my brother-in-law actually is proof. My sister Tamika, her husband, he's proof of that as well. He's a good stepdad. And my nieces and nephews call him dad. So there's your... There's two examples of if you just stay your course, you keep doing as unto the Lord. You keep pressing into their lives. They will, they will see you right. They will, they will come to you right, and you will, you will be a blessing. And you, will, it's, it's a wonderful thing. So press through it, man. Press through it. Now. This ain't to leave out all the fathers. To the fathers who are biological and you there taking care of your business, mad love. Because that takes faith too. I, I'm that. I'm, I'm both. I am the stepdad and I am the biological father. I'm both. I understand. And both are hard. And both can be hard. And there's a lot of times where both are ignored and not given the props due. I mean, when I say what I'm about to say, I can hear people's mouth, but I'm going to just say it. And this isn't complaining, but this is just what it is. The first thing that when when you have people who say I want to give thanks, they say I want to give thanks to mom. But there's a reason for that though. There's a lot because there's a lot of dads that aren't there. So they're they're thanking mom. You know what I'm saying? But dad, y'all are y'all are y'all are appreciated. Even if you don't hear it, you can see it. If you're putting forth the right seed, you're doing a great job. We need to keep this up. It's on us. God put us to be the spiritual leaders of our family. So we've got to be that. Despite all the other distractions, the other, you know, <sighs> rumors, bad things people you know all these other things that come about we'll just keep with distractions you know the lack of recognition um all these things just to throw you off course so you won't be the man god called you to be but if nobody if nobody ever tells you they appreciate it god is watching there you go right there that in and of itself is all you need but if you're doing right your kids will acknowledge it and I, I say the things that I'm saying right now, not to brag, but I say them because I'm trying to inspire you, Dad. I'm trying to inspire you, Stepdad. They will tell you. If you're doing right, they will tell you. And all four of my kids have let me know that they they are thankful that I have been the dad that I have. Mistakes and all, they're thankful. All four of them have told me that. So keep doing what you're doing all right all right all right so all right i feel it 
time to let time to go on and let this come to a close. If <coughs> if you're not understanding how this is anything to do with faith, <laughs> I pray that you listen again and you can hear even the, the second half where I'm just talking about being a stepdad or or dad. I pray that you understand that all of this is faith. And this is not to say that mothers aren't because we know you are. We love you. We give you props on a daily. Much do props. I mean, I did a podcast for the two most influential women in my life, my wife and my mom. And that was not just lip service. That's for real, because they are. They do these things and I wouldn't be the man I am without them. So we love you. Today is for, for, for dad. So dad, you are appreciated. You are loved. You are blessed. Keep being a blessing. And if you get the opportunity to step in and be stepdad, or even if you're not stepdad, you're just that positive male role model, that father figure. If you get that opportunity, it's so much of a blessing to see because they, they'll let you know. They will let you know. And you don't have to ask. You don't have to do it for that. You just do it because we are here to raise up this youth and show them that life is about positive things. Life, God has wonderful things for our youth and they just need to see that in us. And I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing, y'all. Anyway, let me stop because I'll keep going. Come back next week. <coughs> um, we'll continue the faith series. And um, next week we'll talk about the faith of the Roman, the Roman officer. And I'll go into a little bit more um, detail about what I mean by faith in that regard. Um, happy Father's Day to all of y'all out there. Uh, keep doing what you do. I love y'all. God bless. Peace.